0: All right, 34 days till the all-important midterm elections. This is a defining moment. Are you better off than you were two years ago? Are you better off? Name me, tell me where you're better off, if you can. I'm watching, by the way, uh, Joey the corpse, the cadaver, that I doubt he knows it's Wednesday, President Biden uh, with Ron DeSantis down in the state of Florida. By the way, 95% of the electric grid is back up and running in Florida, which is a phenomenal accomplishment. Remember, we showed you how Florida had pre-positioned and staged uh, all of these electric company repair vehicles. You know, I saw like three football fields wide uh, just to descend on the state, knowing that this was going to be a big storm, and they've been able to restore most of that power, and they're working on the rest, the final 5% now. Uh, the governor talking about airlifting supplies to Sanibel Island after the bridge, the causeway to there as was damaged by the storm. It's unpassable. Um, the governor told me the other night that, in fact, they they may actually be able to put up a temporary bridge in, in fairly short order. I'm not an engineer. I don't know how they do that, but that would be great news for the people that, that live in Sanibel Some had been saying it might become uninhabitable for a while, but I I hope that's not the case. You hate to see people out of their homes. Um, So everything came to a head today. We have been chronicling on this program how Joe Biden abandoned because of the climate alarmist cultists that run his party and New Green Deal radical socialists, Uh, he gave up. The single best thing that we had under Donald Trump, which was energy independence and America being a net exporter of energy. I mean, that's why you were paying two dollars a gallon for gasoline. That's why heating your home was cheaper. That's why you weren't paying these. The average family now, since Joe Biden's become president, is paying seventy two hundred dollars more for the exact same things they bought under Donald Trump. Oh, but he he sent out mean tweets and everything, Hannity. He upset a lot of people. I'll take the mean tweets with somebody that knows what day of the week it is that brings us energy independence, secure borders, believes in law and order so we can be safe and secure, uh, and that actually garners respect from the world's most hostile actors like Putin and Xi and Kim Jong-un and the Iranian mullahs. I'll take that guy. Anyway, so Joe has been now, I, I, nobody's ever been able to successfully explain to me the reason, the why, the wherefore. Why would we ever give up domestic energy production and force, unilaterally disarm what is the lifeblood of the world's economy when we don't have anything to replace it and burden the American people with the high costs of gasoline, the increased cost for every product we buy at every store we go to, resulting in an average of $7,200 more per household to pay for the items that you were paying uh, for under Donald Trump. That is, it is killing the poor. It is hurting the middle class on levels that we've not seen since the Great Recession. It's that bad since Jimmy Carter even. And and people on fixed incomes are getting clobbered. So Joe adopted the strategy that we're going to unilaterally will disarm, stop producing what is the lifeblood of our economy with nothing to replace it. And rather than drill for energy here or use our own natural resources, of which we have hundreds of years worth, um, he takes on the idea that it's okay to import our energy. Like last year, 684 million barrels of oil from Russia And, and, and import even from Iran last year. Nobody knew a million barrels of oil. And he's been begging OPEC, begging them repeatedly to increase their production because we need it. It's still the lifeblood of our economy. He decided to swallow his pride, travel to the pariah nation, his words, of Saudi Arabia to meet with and beg and kiss the ring in the ass of the guy that he said killed journalist Jamal Khashoggi, only to not only get rejected, but to get. Humiliated. Now, remember, Russia is now aligned with Saudi Arabia and OPEC nations, and they are controlling the supply of, of the lifeblood of the world's economy. Western Europe is in for a rude awakening this winter. They're about to get clobbered. Vladimir Putin is angry that they are helping Ukraine. He's, he's turned off the spigot, and that means that that now everybody in Germany and Italy, Western Europe, they're now scrambling to get back to some level of energy production in their own nations. You know, mothballed, uh, you know, uh, coal grid uh, facilities are now being taken out of mothballs and they're trying to get it back up in service before the winter comes. They're predicting up to 300% increases in the price of heating your home this winter in, in Western Europe. They're predicting that people will be paying 30% of their annual income just to heat their home, I'm sure, at, not at the temperature that they would prefer this winter. They're predicting people will die and freeze to death literally this winter. So anyway, so OPEC, who Joe has been begging, announced today they're not increasing their oil production. They're going to reduce their oil production by 2 million barrels Uh. Uh, a week. I mean, this is insane. I think it's actually a day. I mean, this is insane. Now, before OPEC made this announcement, the Biden White House was engaged in what is called a furious last ditch effort, begging Saudi Arabia, begging OPEC nations to block the move. The Saudis said, nah, sorry, uh, if you're stupid and you won't use your own resources, we're going to maximize our profits and we're going to reduce the the supply in the world market that guarantees gas prices are going to be higher heating and cooling prices will be higher it guarantees biden's inflation continues so the white house now panicked over this the prospect opec now has announced they're gonna they're gonna drop their production of oil starting this morning and according to u.s official the white house in fact was panicking over what this means for the upcoming election Well, uh, they've caused this problem themselves. There's a last-ditch, wide-scale effort lobbying OPEC. That got them nowhere. We're talking about Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, the United Arab Emirates. The lobbying effort led by top Biden officials, also enlisting the top White House official for the Middle East. And guess what? They took their middle finger and they shoved it right in Joe's face. And then I saw, you know, (laughs) one news report. The White House is directing the most incompetent energy secretary this country's ever had, Secretary Granholm, to investigate additional responsible actions to increase domestic production. Well, you're not going to get it up and running, Joey, by, by the time things get cold in New England. We're going to have General Bullduck on. By the way, new poll came out. He's, he's now only three points down in New Hampshire against Maggie Hassan. Only three points down. That's a winnable race, especially with Governor Sunu at the top of the ticket. He's well-liked all over New Hampshire. Anyway, the White House now, on the other hand, they were blaming oil companies just a week ago. Now they're blaming Russia again for the high prices. After Biden, claim, They were out there claiming credit again and again and again. Joe, Joe really deserves the credit for lower gas prices over the previous three months. Now the way they did it is they tapped into our strategic petroleum reserves. Donald Trump had filled them up when he, when we, and only paid about twenty bucks a gallon. Uh, I'm sorry, a barrel for for oil filled up our strategic reserves, and Joe has nearly cut that completely in half at this point. That is a danger to our own national security. It's supposed to be for emergencies. It's not an emergency that you're gonna lose an election because of your failed policies. You know, and when Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked by Peter Ducey if Biden was responsible for gas prices going back up after they claimed, you know, all the credit for the Band-Aid solution. I told you this was a Band-Aid solution. I told you they'd go back up. Here's what Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre said. You've said the president was responsible for gas prices coming down. Is the president responsible for gas prices going up? So, it's a lot more nuance than that, right, um, Peter? You know this. Uh, there have been global challenges that we have all have dealt with. When- I gave out all the prices going on over six, nearly six fifty a gallon average in California. You got well over five bucks a, a gallon in Nevada, five bucks a gallon in Oregon, over five bucks a gallon in Washington State. I mean, and, and it's it's going up all across the country. national average now back to $4, headed towards $5. Now, oil analysts have, have warned that OPEC's cuts are going to send gas prices through the roof. Uh, from Fox Business, major petroleum refinery snags, policies that discourage more fossil fuel production uh, or nationwide refinery capacity have contributed to the price uptick. And with the with OPEC now announcing a massive production. By the way, it's a cut of 2 million barrels of oil a day. I said a, a week. I meant a day. Anyway, the head of the petroleum analysis, gas buddy Patrick DeHaan, told Pox Business, I had expected at least a good potential that the national average would go down, uh, but what OPEC just did is throw a, a bucket of cold water on all of this, signaling their intentions to be well ahead of any economic slowdown. And global inventories of oil remain extremely tight, which means that the supply will be limited and prices will go up. And we will remain on the sidelines and leave the vast resources we have and and, and not touch them. And every American suffering because of them clinging to their climate alarmist cultism. You know, by October, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve now at a 40-year low. This is a national security danger. He inherited nearly 700 million barrels of oil. We're now down to 350. And, well, you know, the White House is clear. OPEC is aligning with Putin. Yet no Adam Schiff here. No kidding. And they're doing it to maximize their profits. How many times have I said we, we need to return not only to energy independence, America's attitude towards the, towards natural gas, oil, and coal needs to shift in, unless and until the technology emerges, you can't unilaterally disarm and and depend on countries that clearly hate your guts and that will take full advantage of your stupidity for the lifeblood of your economy. We're sitting on hundreds and hundreds of years worth of supplies of of natural gas, oil, and coal, and we're too stupid. They must think we are the dumbest country on earth. They're like. They know we have more reserves than they do. And we're begging them. This is how pathetic this this party is. Are you better off than you were 2 years ago? You know, White House they're, they're blaming Putin, they're blaming oil companies, they're blaming Fox News, they're blaming everybody but themselves. Experts California, other states gas prices will remain high through November. But it's going to remain high forever. And I'm telling you right now, refineries by the way are heading into apparently mandatory maintenance only 14 refineries left in california compared to almost 50 only a couple of decades ago opec now with their cut all led by russia and it's western europe and the united states have unilaterally disarmed energy production and we're all going to get killed because of it financially it's unreal. But buy an electric car. It's only $22,000 more on average, and you have to pillage Mother Earth to dig out the minerals with heavy equipment run by diesel. And then you have to power up that battery by using uh, an electric grid that's 90% dependent on fossil fuels. How does any of that make sense? It is humiliating. This guy is humiliating all of us, and he's putting an unfair burden. He's killing the American economy. And the people hurt the most are the ones that Democrats claim the most compassion for, the poor, the middle class, and people on fixed income. It's going to get bad.